0: let us pray father we thank you so much as you commission us out to go out and become ambassadors oh father how we pray that lord indeed you teach us today and that lord you stir our hearts whatever stops us from being ambassadors and your representatives lord we pray that you reveal it to us and pluck it out and we may have the joy of sharing who you are in jesus name amen So here we are today, Uh, we continue our topic on how can I, am I to live as God's uh, ambassador, um, uh, as how am I to live. We talked about pursuing holiness, about our relationship with God and our relationship with others. And now we are looking at it from due to having all that together. Because when you have the relationship with God and then you have the relationship with others, then you can go out with the ambassadors. Having the right relationship in the cross, with the cross, with Christ, and having a relationship on the vertical, on the horizontal, then we can go out as ambassadors in the way we relate with everybody. So what is an ambassador? An ambassador is an officially designated representative authorized to speak in a foreign land on behalf of the country by which he was sent. Let us look at what that means for us. An officially designated representative. You can only be an ambassador if you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior because you are sent, you are a representative. You must love him, you must have a relationship with him, and that relationship must be seen in the way we relate with each other. You must pursue holiness. That's the only way you become an ambassador. You're authorized to speak. So you need to speak. You cannot be a silent ambassador. You must speak. You cannot be an underground, uh, what do they call them? Uh, um, uh, just a quiet representative. You must be there, an underground Christian. You must be there. And then in a foreign land. Why is it in a foreign land? Because we are in this world, but not of this world. That's what Jesus said. We are in this world, but not of this world. On behalf of the country of which you were sent, we have been sent by the kingdom of God. So we are all ambassadors us, when we know Christ as our Lord Jesus Christ, we cannot keep quiet. We are his representative wherever we are. One of the the, the lessons we learned last week is about carnal Christians. And carnal Christians are those who are not obedient to God who have caused this problem of us. not People not knowing where Christianity is as we look even in our country. As we look at how many we are, even globally we are having a problem because Christians do not stand out the way we are supposed to. So how I pray that even as we go through this, that we truly be true ambassadors. Second Corinthians five fourteen to twenty one is our reading for today on being Christ's ambassador, and I, and I read from verse fourteen: For Christ's love compels us compels us because we are convicted that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. We once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. Verse 18, all this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. We are Christ's ambassadors. He is making his appeal through us to go and have this message of reconciliation. And the context as, that this happened was Paul was actually defending his ministry because in the first Corinthians uh, he had already sent them the, in the, he had sent his first letter to the Corinthians and it was not taken very well they didn't like it and false prophets had infiltrated the church so he was then coming in to defend his ministry and saying this is why we are ambassadors because the message we have is nothing to do with other people it is the message of reconciliation with God not any other message. Let us learn the key lessons from this reading. As an ambassador of Christ, how am I to live? Number one, know God has positioned us. The position where you are, wherever you are, wherever, even in a school, whether in a school, whether in an office, whether in in a hospital, wherever you are, God has positioned you to be there as his ambassador. We are never ambassadors are fully Full, um, full-time jobs. They are representatives at all times. Remember, it is God who has placed us there. It is not Satan. It is not so-and-so because I was promoted to this position. Our allegiance is to God and God alone. Secondly, God provides the mandate. He tells us what we need to do as his ambas- ambassadors. He tells us, go and reconcile my people to myself. Bring them. Don't look at them with your worldly eyes. I'm talking about everybody. Don't close yourself. It's every single person that... That is his mandate. God provides a mandate. Thirdly, God provides all the resources to fulfill the mandate. May we prove faithful. And that second part is the issue. That sometimes we are not faithful with the the resources he gives us. And sometimes even all those resources, we we are not sure that he provides all the resources. But we can only know this if we spend time with him and listen to him because he's the one who's positioned us. And finally, number four, victory is sure. If we listen and obey his mandate. Victory is sure if we listen and obey his mandate. So an ambassador for God, how can I live? As an ambassador of God, we said, I am to live by knowing that God has positioned us. He has qualified us because in Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, he tells us, for by grace, you've been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. Let us know it is a gift. That's why we are an ambassador. And I want, first of all, to talk to those people who are not born again. Because I will give you my testimony. I never got born again because I was busy looking at the ambassadors of Christ. Those who said they are born again. And I was saying, if that is how they are, I'm not going to be born again. Let me tell you, at the end of the day, Jesus came for you and me. It is not about others. When we stand before him, we are all accountable to him. So forget about looking at people. We all fall short of the glory of God. Let us look ourselves in a mirror of God, and let us know that He's the one who's positioning us. He's the one who has called us. So answer that call. I want us to, as we go through this study, we're going to look at Daniel one eight to nine, the, the Daniel about Daniel's life, and starting with God positioning Daniel and his friends um, uh, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in a university. They were in a Babylonian university. They were teenagers, and they were there for three years, and they were positioned there. They were brought out from from their home and brought to this university. They were in exile. They were in captivity. I don't know what captivity you are in. Whatever exile you are in, you probably even don't like where you are, but you are there positioned for a reason. And one of the things that they they knew they had been positioned, one of the things that they said that made them excel better than ever was was what they had learned from their home, what they had learned as children as they were growing up about God. And when they were told to have the food that was given to idols, Daniel said in Daniel 1, 8 to 9, but Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not def- to defile himself this way. Now, God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. When we know we are positioned by God, when we know wherever we are, it is him who has placed us, his favor will come upon us, and he will make a way where there seems to be no way. Let go. Let God use you. And you know what the result was? To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding. Of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. In fact, it says the older people that were there, the wise men, the, the magicians, the enchanters of the whole kingdom, they had no, they were nowhere near the knowledge that he had given these teenagers. He because the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, found that they were ten times better than this. God will give you favor. When you know it is Him who has positioned you and you follow His will, He will give. Give you favor and you will move far because of that secondly as an ambassador of God how can am I to live God provides a mandate Jesus is an example of an ambassador for the for, for God and this his mandate is John three sixteen to 18 which we all know for God so loved the world by the way it is not only few people it is the world it is everybody wealthy rich black white whatever it is everybody for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life go out there go out there for God did not send his son send his son that's an ambassador in the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him Jesus Christ had been sent to us to save us through him. Christ is our first ambassador. And then just before, uh, after he resurrected, he spoke, he spoke to us, he spoke to the disciples, which is to us as well. And Jesus in Matthew 28, 18 to 20 said, and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And this is where we as believers fail. Sometimes we are only thinking about our own little, staying in our fellowships. He says, all nations, we need to spread out. We need to go out. Where you are, by the way, it's not even far. Where you are in the office, that's your nation. Where you are in school, that's your nation. Where you are, wherever God has placed you in that board meeting, that is your nation. It is not always the evangelism, the going out there. It's go and make disciples of all nations. And disciples is, you must know the knowledge. You must have the knowledge of how to be able to make them follow God because he is the one who has given us the mandate. And remember, don't worry. We are encouraged that his mandate will be fulfilled. We just do our part and leave the rest. In Isaiah 55, 11, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. So if the results you are seeing are not what you expected, it is okay. It is none of your business. You have fulfilled the mandate. Move on. And the Lord is going to encourage you as you move on and obey his mandate. Thirdly, As an ambassador for God, how am I to live? God provides all the resources to fulfill the mandate. Remember, you are ambassador for God because he has positioned you. He's given you the mandate. And now he's telling you all the resources you need to fulfill this mandate I have given you. May you prove faithful. Remember, God has unlimited resources. Psalm 24 verse 1 again says that he owes everything on this earth. The breath that I'm breathing right now comes from him. The energy that I have, everything that I have, everything that you have, whatever is around us, he created us. He created. He is the creator of everything. So all these are available to him. These are all his unlimited resources. And we can see that in Daniel chapter 3, 16 to 18 again. When we find Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Because they decided again to follow God, to follow his mandate, to be his ambassadors in this Babylonian kingdom, they suffered because some people were jealous of the things that they were doing. And we read that um, when they were, i read Daniel 3, 16 to 18, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to to him, to King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. That is when they were being thrown uh, into the fire. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it and he'll deliver us from your majesty's hand. We must have faith in God and trust him that whatever we go through, wherever we are seated, it doesn't matter who's around us. As long as we, we are obedient to Christ, as long as we are following him, as long as we are fulfilling his mandate, speak. Do it. Speak out. It doesn't matter. They're young boys. They're young men speaking to a king. It doesn't matter. Speak up. Speak and make things right. And God, guess what? He gives us his armor as we are in this world world but not of this world and the world is hostile to us but remember we are not fighting against flesh and blood it is against principalities Ephesians 16 6 10 to 13 says so so we need to put on the full armor of God so that when the devil day of evil comes we may be able to stand so remember we are not fighting about against King Nebuchadnezzar we are not fighting against that person who is is, who's who's horrible in our office or the word horrible who's who's just making our life just a mess That person actually has been, he's doing that because God is saying, reach out, reach out to them and change it. I'm bringing this in front of you so that you can bring my bandit and reconcile him to me. God gives us his Holy Spirit who works in us and through us as we let him. In John 14, 26, we read, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said and remember as the holy spirit indwells in us as we keep in step with the spirit as galatians 5:20 20, 25 says because the holy spirit indwells in us as we c- c- have an infilling of the holy spirit every day he will reveal things that we've never thought but we need to slow down we need to rest we need to hear and speak after he has told us and do things after he has told us not with our own mind we must be in we must be covered in his word for that season no any word does not apply to any season we must listen and he gives us his word in second timothy 3 to 16 we read all scripture is breathed out by god and profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. So know the word. Get back into your cell groups. Get back. Get somewhere where you can learn, so that you can learn the words, the mandate, whatever you need to use. You may have the tools which to speak and to fulfill God's mandate. So How am I to live as an ambassador for God? God positions us, and he gives us the mandate and gives us all the resources we need to fulfill the mandate. May we prove faithful. May we prove faithful with all these things that God has given us. And finally, as an ambassador for God, how am I to live? Victory is sure if we listen and obey his mandate. Victory is sure if we listen and obey his mandate. Again, we look at Daniel. And this time Daniel is an old man from a teenager. Now he's in, he's now under King Darius. And he was thrown into the lion's den because again, he said, I will not, I will just continue worshiping God and no other. You can see what I'm talking about. Our eyes must be on God and God alone, not on anybody else. He refused. And because also not, not only were they jealous because he remained in worshiping God, but because as he worshiped God, he also worked with integrity, with godliness as he moved on and sure, his peers were jealous. And we know about the whole story about how Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, you it in Daniel chapter 6 from uh, verse 20 to 25. And we see when he came near the den, uh, the King Darius, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice. Daniel, servant of the living God, does your employer, does the people around you know that you are a God as an ambassador of Christ? Servant of the living God, servant of the living God. Has your God whom you serve continually, do serve serving continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? And Daniel answered, may the king live forever. My God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent, innocent in his sight. Innocent. I was faithful. I was not dishonest. Nor have I ever done any wrong before you, Your Majesty. May we live lives that are clean. May we live lives of integrity so that we can say that. But what I love about this story about Daniel is that afterward, the King Darius gave a decree, just like King Nebuchadnezzar during the time of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he told, he said, that then King Darius wrote to all the nations and peoples of every language in the earth. In other words, what you do, can that wonderful thing that you do can go to all the nations, which is what the Lord said, I mandate go to all the nations. And he said, may you prosper greatly. I issue a decree that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel. May whatever you do be one that will make all the nations know that there is God. Because God is a man, is not human, that he should lie, not a human being, that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? That's Numbers 23, 19. My prayer, is that as we are ambassadors of Christ in everything that we do, as we are ambassadors of Christ where he positions us, as we are ambassadors of, of Christ in his mandate, as we are ambassadors of Christ when we are accountable to the resources he provides, that at the end of the day he will tell us, as yes, Matthew twenty-five, twenty-one, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Let us pray. And the prayer I'll pray is a pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb with all my strengths, with all I am. I will seek to honor his commands. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. Lord, direct us throughout our journey so we can experience your plans for our lives. Reveal the life paths that are pleasing to you. Escort us along the way, take us by the hand And teach us, for you are the God of our increasing salvation. We have wrapped our heart into yours. Amen.